Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and our topic is Dialysis in Infants, Survival Rates on the Rise. My guest is Dr. Bradley Wardy. Dr. Wardy is Director of the Division of Nephrology at Children's Mercy and Director of Dialysis and Transplantation. Dr. Wardy, welcome to the show. Hi, Michael. Thanks. So how often do infants require dialysis? You know, it's, it's really a quite uncommon. Uh, in fact, many people don't even realize that very young infant babies uh, can actually have kidney failure. And if you look at children, these young infants who actually require long-term dialysis, it's about seven patients for every million population. So it's really a, a rare disorder. And, and now, traditionally speaking, historically speaking, the, the survival rates for infants on dialysis is pretty, pretty low. Why, why do you think that that was the case? Well, that's true. When we look at children, uh, many of whom are born with kidney disease, uh, historically, maybe only 50% of children uh, with kidney failure lived uh, as long as two years. Uh, and I think uh, in the past, uh, the technology to perform dialysis in young infants uh, really wasn't there. Uh, and we also didn't have as much knowledge about uh, nutrition and other factors that influence the overall well-being of these very young and, and, and very complex children. Now, in your recent study you, that was published in Pediatrics, you and your colleagues found that so we, we have made improvements, that survival is on the rise. Tell me a little bit about that research and why you think, think things are getting better. Well, we have a, a database um, and, which has, collects information uh, on uh, children of all ages who have kidney disease uh, across North America. And uh, what we had the opportunity to do was to compare the outcomes of neonates, those children who are less than 30 days of age, or older infants up to years of age, compare those kids between um, 2000 and 2012, their experience, with the experience of, of kids of the same age in the prior decades. So we're looking at two different eras, if you will, to see if we've seen improvement. And indeed we have, uh, where now a neonate uh, who is born with kidney failure can expect about an 80 percent uh, survival as long as three years or more, uh, and then an older child, uh, again an infant uh, under a year of age, about an 85 percent survival at three years. And those are about 10 to 15 percent improvements uh, over the past decade. I think that the improvements in the overall outcome of these children is probably due to better technology. We're able to actually perform dialysis, clearing the blood, removing fluid from these children in the very smallest child, uh, and we're, we're much better apt to uh, address their nutrition and give them uh, excellent nutrition so they can grow and develop, and develop like, a, like a normal child. And now also in, in your study, in the review of that database, you found that so when a child does have to go on to transplantation that there's uh, an improvement in graft survival now too. Why do you think that is? Yeah, so if we, if we look at these young infants, the success with transplantation now of these very, very young infants is very comparable to older children. And I think we, we better understand uh, the, the medications they were using to prevent rejection of organs, 
Again, we better understand the importance of nutrition. And I think we better understand uh, how we can limit risks for these children, risks of infection that historically have led to uh, uh, significant complications in these children if they receive too much medications to retain that transplant. So I think we're all more knowledgeable about how to care for these young children. Uh, and again, that the medications and the technology we have available to us uh, now lend themselves to a much better long-term outcome for these very complex children that are, are born or, or early in life have significant kidney failure. What, is, what does all this mean, in your opinion, Dr. Wardy, in, in terms of, of treatment decisions for clinicians who, who are seeing um, you know, patients with end-stage renal disease? Well, that's a, that's a great question. You know, these kids generally present either to their, their pediatrician, you know, in, in utero when they're developing or into, into their uh, the OBGYNs, and these young children are, uh, again, detected early on with ultrasound as having kidney disease. So I think what this information does is provide more data to the general pediatrician or family practitioner or to the OBGYN to make them understand that having kidney disease early in life is not a death sentence for these children. They can have uh, a very positive long-term future. And so what we hope is that when that, uh, those initial uh, folks, those initial clinicians in the front lines, if you will, uh, detect a child with kidney disease, that they refer them to a, a, a center like Children's Mercy where the families can get the appropriate education uh, about the kidney disease and hopefully the, the necessary intervention so these kids can have a positive future. Yeah, so in your, now in your study, um, it says here that you evalu- uh, evaluated the outcomes of 628 children who in- initiated dialysis. Um, when you're comparing, now how far back did you go to, to, to make the comparisons? You got 628 kids that you looked at now. How far back did you go um, to look at the other cohort to make the comparison? How many years? 1992. So we, we compared kids, again, who were cared for between 1992 and 2000, uh, and then the, the more recent cohort was 2000 to 2012. So really not that long ago. Um, again, 92 to 2000. Uh, from that group there, we saw already a significant improvement. So, you know, I think, um, uh, and ideally we'll continue to see improvement uh, in these young children as we even get better at understanding uh, how to promote a positive outcome. But this wasn't, wasn't comparing, you know, kids back in the 70s. In fact, back in the 70s right. and early 80s, the survival was only about 50%. So we, we've seen uh, a marked improvement, uh, and we need to continue to uh, do so in the future, hopefully. Yeah, so it's interesting. So in that short period of time, you know, from 1992 to the present, I mean, it, so this increase in survival, it, has technology really improved that dramatically over that short period of time? Or are we looking at other things like, you know, better nursing care uh, for dialysis, um, just better education of the of the doctors? I mean, you think it's just a combination of different things that are that's helping to improve survival? There's no question it's a combination of things, uh, without a doubt. And I think your point is, is really well taken about the nurses because the nurses do an exceedingly important job. Interestingly, the vast majority of infants who are on chronic dialysis are actually cared for at home. Uh, and what our nurses do at Children's Mercy and other children's centers around the country is they actually train the parents to conduct the dialysis called peritoneal dialysis at home. So when we sort of congratulate ourselves for this improved survival, I always tell the families 
that really it's a partnership. And I congratulate them on the great work that they do uh, to care for their children and to conduct the dialysis and all the other things that these kids need uh, to have a successful survival and, and really and, and grow and develop normally. So the medical team is, is critical, but the family team is as critical for the outlook of these kids. Right. Well, Dr. Ward, I want to thank you for the, the work that you're doing and the research that you've done and will do, and thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Have a great day.